I want to give a, there's a lot of people that worked really hard to, to get these kids and their dance and their routines and all that stuff put together. And, and if I try to name everybody, I would forget somebody. So, but I do want to name a few people real quickly. And one of them is this, is Paulette Harris and her husband Clem run our children's ministry. They do, absolutely, they do an amazing, amazing job. That's right. They do an amazing, amazing job all the time. And then for this, they even put an extra effort to make this happen. And so, guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Clem says it's mostly Paulette. And so, but yeah, no, it's really, thank you guys so much. You know, uh, Cinnamon and John are our parents in our youth ministry, and they helped organize the, the youth uh, set, putting together their song. We have another song that's going to come from the youth ministry in, in a little while here, but, but uh, they, did a, they did a great job there. Thank you guys so much for putting that extra effort in. And, now, I know all of you guys had a lot of help, and I know that Sarah helped, and I know that Tawny helped, and I know that so many other parents and, and people helped, and so if I try to name you all, I'll forget, I'm sure, but, but I just want to say thank you so much to everybody uh, that helped out with this, and the tech team, they put in a lot of extra effort and hours this week to help make sure everything was timed out and stuff, and so thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. This, uh, we have a, um, yeah, that's right, yay tech team. <laughs> They hate it when they're on the spot. They, they sign up to be in the back of the room on purpose. They're like, don't look at me. But, uh, but they're, so, they're all so good. So this, uh, this Christmas Eve, we have these flyers actually sitting in the Connect Here room. Uh, there's that little room you walked through when you came into the auditorium here. And uh, we have a whole bunch of invitations and flyers. And a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the power of an invitation. And so I want everybody here to take some invitations with you and invite a friend, invite some family, some coworkers, bring somebody with you to our Christmas Eve service because um, we're really putting a lot of effort into it. And we really think it's going to have a lot of impact in people's lives and uh, celebrating who Jesus is and the birth of Jesus. And now I'm done with that. So I got a couple of thoughts that, that I wanted to share with you this morning. And someone might call it a sermon at, maybe, I don't really know. But I want to actually start off in the, in the book of Luke, a chapter Two in book of Luke chapter two, you know we we read about the Christmas story, and oftentimes we read about the shepherds or hear about the shepherds that were there with with the Christmas story, and and it says in in, in chapter eight, it says that night some shepherds were in the fields nearby watching their sheep. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them. Just just then, could you imagine this? Like it's nighttime, it's dark. There aren't city lights, you know, so it's like pitch black dark, you know, out in the wilderness dark, right? Like you can see all the stars. And the Bible casually mentions this, and then. And then, you know, angels showed up. <laughs> and then. And, and the angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord was shining around them, and they became very frightened. Imagine this scene. You're just chilling. It's dark. You got some sheep. You get your sheep put to bed for the night, tucked them in, all that. I don't know what you do for sheep at night, but they get them all at nighttime settled, and, and, and now the shepherds are just hanging out. And they're like, all right, I'll take the first shift. You take the second shift. I'll take the third shift. They divide their shifts. They're ready to just kind of hang out for the night and, and keep watch over the sheep. The night's kind of calmed down. Everything's kind of calm. They're doing their standard routine, really. And it's kind of the calm part of their daily routine. They're not, they're not trying to wrestle the sheep. I don't think they wrestle sheep, but they're not trying to, to deal with the chaos of life. They're not trying to move them. They're not trying to herd them. They've got them settled, and it's kind of this calm and quiet thing. And the Bible says, and then, and then, and then, and then angel disappears, like, like as if that's nothing. They're terrified. And the first thing that the angel has to say is, hey, don't be afraid. <laughs> I'm bringing you good news 
that will bring, be a great joy to all the people. Today your Savior was born in the town of David. He is Christ the Lord. Why does God do this? Like, like hear me out, right? Like, if I was God, be grateful I'm not God, just for number one. But if I was God, I would not, like, go in the middle of the night and just scare these guys to death. Could you, I mean, why can't he just send an angel with a little less light uh, to go during the daytime, maybe, and, and not just have them pee their pants? Because, I mean, I imagine there is some soiled clothing in that moment where the angel of the Lord shows up and the light's bright and like, ah, they're terrified. They're screaming. Imagine this. I mean, if you're going to send a messenger in today's world, imagine you're just, I don't know, doing through the, going through life, right? You're going through your day and, and you've wrestled the kids. You got them to school, right? And you're running a couple errands. You stop by the bank. It's calm. It's quiet. They got the boring music playing. You're waiting in line and a couple bank robbers run in the door and start shooting machine guns in the air. Boom, boom. Everybody's screaming. Ah! And, and then the robbers say, hold on. I got great news for you guys today. That seems like the bad method of, of communicating, right? But, but you know what? The angels had their attention, didn't they? The angels had their attention. They, they came in with a dramatic entrance because there was a dramatic thing happening. And so there was a major thing happening, and they came in in a major way and just scared them senseless. And like, oh, don't be terrified. I got good news for you today. Oh, okay. All right. Guess what? These guys are listening. Shepherds are listening. What is this good news? And so this is how you'll know him. You'll find a baby wrapped in pieces of cloth, lying in a feeding box. A feeding box. Huh. It's interesting that when Jesus is born, he's in a feeding box. In his last supper, he's saying, I am the bread of life. Come on. So then, in a very large group of angels. So if one angel wasn't terrifying enough, <laughs> and then, again, you got an and then moment. Oh yeah, by the way, a whole other group of angels show up. And now they're all here, and they're singing, and they're loud, and, and they're saying, Give glory to God in heaven on earth. Let there be peace among the people who please God. And then the angels left. Poof. Bang, bang, poof, gone. I imagine they're standing there in shock. Because now it's back to crickets and stars, and, and, and of course their retinas are probably burned from all the light, you know, but... But they're, they're like, eyes are readjusting back down to the nighttime, right? I'm like, what's, what you, did, that, did that just happen? Am I, am I, are you guys awake? Am I, I'm awake. Oh my goodness, that just happened. What was that? And so the shepherds, they go quickly. They take off. They go quickly, and they found Mary, and they, they found Martha. I'm sorry, found Mary and Joseph, not Martha. Mary and Joseph. Mary and Joseph, and, and the baby who was, who was lying in the feeding box. And when they had seen him, they told what the angels had said about this child. Everyone was amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured these things and continued to think about them. And the shepherds went back to their sheep, praising God and thanking him for everything that they had seen and heard. And it had, just, it had been just as the angel had told them. This morning, I want to put one thought in your head. The difference between happiness and joy. You see, these angels came to tell of good news, that the joy of what was going to happen, and that Jesus was coming to bring joy into people's life. We sing about joy during Christmas time, don't we? We talk about, oh yeah, we're going to be joyful, and, and joy to the world, and, and, and all the joys. But here's what I find in our culture, is that people aren't chasing joy. They think they are, but they're actually, with their actions, they're pursuing happiness. And there's a difference between happiness and joy. You see, happiness is an external thing. Happiness is something that, that comes from the outside in. 
you can't tell me the phrase is, oh, money can't buy happiness. No, money can buy happiness. Money can't buy joy. But money can buy happiness. You know how I know this? Because when I buy presents for my kids and they unwrap them, I can look in their face and I can see the happiness. You buy that new car that you've been wanting, and that feeling inside of you is happiness because you got something new that you really wanted. You've been saving up for something and you buy it, it's happiness. You give a gift to someone and you feel happy because of they feel happy. You can buy happiness. Happiness is something that happens on the outside of you. Happiness is something that we see a lot of in our culture today. Christmas should be a time of joy, but our culture has kind of turned it into a time of happiness. Don't get stuck in the happiness trap. Don't get stuck in thinking that that external thing is going to satisfy you. And here's what I know, because my kids' Christmas presents from last year, I don't think they even play with them this year, which means the happiness wore off. That new car you bought a couple years ago isn't new anymore. In fact, that's that same old car you've always had. And that, that, that thing you wanted so badly, do you remember it? That thing that you worked so hard to save for and you bought it a few years ago. And today it's, eh, it's there. The happiness factor wears off. See, the difference between happiness and joy is happiness comes from the outside and joy comes from the inside. You see, joy is an, is an internal thing. You see, happiness is the gift that one another, we can buy for each other that external thing. But see, joy is the thing that God purchased for you. You see, when the angels showed up in the field, they weren't saying, like, oh, let's get happy. They're like, joy to the world. Joy is here. You see, joy is something that comes from the inside and works its way out of you. And so when Jesus came onto earth, the, the celebration was this, is that the bridge between man and God was finally here. For so many years, God was trying to reconcile man and God, the broken relationship between man and God. And when Jesus came, Jesus was the, the, the bridge, and he had just arrived on the scene. So it was joy, not just for today, but joy for eternity. See, that's the gift that was purchased for you. Here's what I find about happiness versus, versus joy, is that when you have happiness, you have to give it, to, or you get it to have it. Does that make sense? You, you get it to have it. When, when, when you get the car, you feel happy. When you, when you get the promotion, you feel happy. When you get that thing you've been saving for, you feel happy. When I get that thing for my kid, I even feel happy too, right? But the difference between happiness and joy is, is that happiness is something that you get it and then you have it. But joy is this. You give it and then you get it. You see, joy is something that when you have joy inside of your heart, the more you give joy away, the more God brings joy into your heart. It's a God economy thing. You know, in, in mankind's economy, we think, well, get, 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 get. But you see, in God's economy, it's give, 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 give. Well, what if I'm going to run out of joy? I tell you what, the more joy you express, the more joy you give into this world, the more God will refill your joy inside your heart. He just keeps giving and giving and giving. The more joy you give, the more he will keep refilling you. So I want to encourage you this season. Don't get stuck in the happiness trap. Start giving the joy, the joy that, that God gives, the joy that, that is the joy of the Lord, if you will. We sing songs about it. We read stories about it in the Bible. Let us not just read about it. Let's do about it. Let's do it. You see, the world is seeking joy, but they actually settle for happiness. They actually settle for happiness. True and lasting joy comes from heaven above. 
But here's the thing. If you have Jesus in your heart, if you've accepted the Lord into your life, it says in the Bible that, that his spirit now lives inside of you, which is the source of joy. You have something in you. You have some joy in you. The source of joy is already inside of you, and you have the ability to give it away. You have a source of joy that can rise above any event, even the worst of external circumstances. You have a bad day, those external circumstances might take your happiness, but the joy that lives inside of you can still come forth. You can overcome the external circumstances because of the joy of the Lord inside of you. So as we celebrate the birth of Christ during this holiday season, let us share true joy to a world that has been settling for happiness. If the youth band would come out, we're going we're to close up the service here in just a couple of minutes. You know, I talk about this joy that's internal. We talk about how when you say yes to God, when you, when you create or have a relationship with God, he puts his spirit inside of you, which allows you to have joy in the toughest circumstances. You may be here this morning, and you've never said yes to God. You've never gotten your heart right to God, with God. I want to encourage you, today would be a good day to get your heart right with the Lord. Today would be a good day. You're frustrated with your circumstances in life. You're frustrated with, you can't get happiness. You've tried, and you've tried, and you've tried. I've done this, and I've done this, and I've done this. Listen, there's nothing that you can do to get the true joy. Everything you do will actually get you temporary happiness. It's only by the Lord and by saying yes to God, inviting him to be in your heart, that you'll actually find true joy that lasts for eternity. So, church, let us go and spread joy everywhere that we go. So the United Youth Band here is going to close us out with one last song. God bless you all. Have a Merry Christmas.
Thank you for coming. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs>